0: such as marketing, sales, innovation, or funding that is absolutely critical to the growth of companies, whether they are startups or corporate global players. Where management needs to juggle the challenges of market entries or knowing how to navigate the uncertainty of disruptive developments, mind-feeding is where clarity evolves and helps solving organizational challenges. For those who listen to the entire episode, I have a special surprise gift. I'm also working on some great guests that are industry leaders in management, innovation, and marketing. And we will be talking in the future, much more about the important trends that are affecting the way we manage our companies. In the demand to being sustainable, more environmentally and socially friendly, and becoming more empathic leaders. So, let's get started on today's topic. So in today's episode, we are going to look at fake sustainable products or how we should maybe market products that should really be sustainable. So let's have first a thought about it. If you think your bias is stupid and you are disrespectful to your audience, it does not matter if you are trying to push a product or a political statement there will be doubt in listeners' ears, as the subconscious can spot dishonest intentions. We seldom hear of greenwashing in today's media. It is not really very interesting to them, as it does not generate a lot of views and listeners. Nevertheless, people are being educated on real, sustainable products, and products have been simply manipulated to appear as well, environmentally friendly. So, as a matter of fact, many politicians do not really care about your safety, your health, or livelihood. They only care about their own pockets and status. Hence, you need to educate yourself. But let's think about it. We're talking about products that are either really sustainable or products that are absolutely not sustainable, but are labeled as such. So there's a real product and there's a fake product. Looking at the growing trend towards greener products and adoption of the ESG framework, companies can generate substantial profits while being committed to environmentally and socially responsible business models. Business leaders who really want to be sustainable in the next decade will have to change the way of doing business. Looking at this, we as buyers, sellers and marketers must change our fundamental mindsets. Only when we can access the richness of being ESG compliant, then we can really change the world. So let us discuss the advantage of sustainable products and how our marketing approach needs to be aligned for better corporate governance. And I'm yes, using the word corporate, but it actually I'm actually talking about business of all sizes. Everything from a startup to a medium sized company, an SME, or a big, billion-dollar, multinational corporation. It doesn't matter if your business is in banking, you manufacture cars, consumer products, you're an electricity generator, you provide any kind of commodities, you're a transport authority, you're an airline. It doesn't matter in whatever business you are. Even if you are simply a business that does Consulting, in any way, whether you're helping companies to be more profitable, to get more leads, to be able to close more deals, it doesn't matter. In whatever area you are, marketing agency, HR, recruiting company, it doesn't matter. ESG is going to hit you in the face if you don't address it properly, and that's the key thing. Fake products are a typical thing that we often see, like. Nike shoes that have been copied and not really made by Nike, or products that have been simply copied and not labeled with the original brand, just simply copied. Mm. And that's it. It's not ESG compliant anyway. But what's ESG? ESG stands for environmental, society, or social, and corporate governance. What does it mean? Our objective is To be more environmentally friendly. But really, it's about how we use our natural resources, how we go out and conduct our business, as well in response to local communities, and as well how we treat people, whether in our own workforce, people outside of the workforce, the communities around our factories, around our businesses, or even there where we're selling. That's the key thing. We have to think, how are we conducting our business? Are we really being honest? Or are we just trying to make a lot of money and polluting the environment, creating chaos in society? Yeah, keeping people just poor, just in order to make ourselves rich. Like the companies who pull out the water from the ground and then sell it off. Whilst the local villages just can't get any clean water from the ground. Is that ESG compliant? Definitely not. So, let's look at what's happening in the world today. We see so many things, so many horrific things happening in the world, and we think, hasn't the world or the human race learned anything? Wars, pollution, all kinds of things happen all the day and every day. And sometimes the media eventually gets bored and Stop supporting about this or that conflict, that drama. Yeah, people become complacent and disinterested. But the thing is, things continue happening anywhere in our world. And that's the key, the key challenge about thinking how we can contribute with our products and services to make this world a better place for future generations. Now fake sustainable products are they really sustainable no definitely not you can be sure that they are using materials that are definitely not compostable or they might even uh, be produced in a way that they pollute rivers the ground maybe make even people working in that factory even sick there are so many things that are happening in the world and Some of these things are just simply happening because of greed, pure greed. And that's not what entrepreneurship is about. Entrepreneurship is not about being greedy and damaging your community, but it's about generating wealth, value, creating value for your society and in response creating value as well for yourself. But if you do not create any value other than polluting the world and delivering low-grade products then of course what are you generating garbage simply garbage you are then otherwise just doing something that's not worth having in this world that's pollution simply pollution it's not esg compliant in any way you can of course label it like some people go and label atom energy as environmentally friendly well Just think of how long we need to wait until these nuclear elements destroy themselves. Oh, that doesn't really sound very environmentally friendly. So let's look, marketing narratives. So do you know what a marketing narrative is? That is actually the story or the framework that we use to put our ideas our insights our thoughts for product or service into it so it is a story about maybe how we're using a product in a business why we're using it why it generates so many benefits and advantages of having this and why is it so much better than not having it or using these kind of activities in a different way now You can, of course, go and create a marketing narrative to, let's say, cushion a fake product, create a fake sustainable product, a product that's supposed to be sustainable and not pollute environment and uh, not damage society, local communities and so on. We can do that, of course. Absolutely no problem. But think of it. You are the marketeer and you're doing that. It doesn't matter if you are in the department, the marketing department of this company, this corporate that's producing these products, or if you are an external marketing agency who has been hired to create this marketing narrative, these campaigns, um, labeling, all kinds of things, just simply to mislead the buyer to think, oh, this is sustainable, this is friendly, eco-friendly, and so on. Um, for instance, it starts with using images. Let's say, a beautiful image of a beautiful island, a grass a green, greener than everything, nice flowers everywhere, and it's it's just a beautiful area to be, where you go to enjoy yourself and rest. Now, that product hasn't got anything to do with that. It reminds me very much of these products that, for instance, offer certain kind of uh, shrimps and so on, and claim they are sort of caught in the North Sea. In reality, these creatures, let's say, do not swim in those areas. They are not there. They are somewhere in Asia. And of course, they are in fish farms. Not exactly very ESG compliant, huh? So we are looking down and thinking, hmm, you can do a marketing narrative for all these kind of fake sustainable products in a very clever way. It doesn't usually take a lot. You do a little here, a little there. You don't write much. You write wishy-washy, you fluffy, and mm, in that way, you get people actually to think it is sustainable. The thing is, is that really being honest? Think of it for yourself. You are a marketer. You want to do good marketing, but you're actually betraying your audience. You're telling them fake stories about how environmentally friendly your product is manufactured, how your product is um, nurtured and it's processed and so on. And then eventually you notice... It is a whole bunch of lies. Is that really sustainable? People will notice it because you are doing this kind of marketing for this kind of company and everyone who knows and finds out will know that this company that's producing these not sustainable products is using your agency to betray their clients, fake stories, fake marketing narratives. That's something that's going to damage your image. And it means that a different company who's sustainable and might even be willing to spend more money on a good marketing, will not want to have you as an agency because I think they, they are just full of lies. We don't want to, do, want to do business with them. They are misleading. And if we use them, everybody else will think they must be misleading too although our progress are really sustainable. Now, think of that. You are trying to get a client. You're going, trying to get a good client in marketing. Maybe you've just started your business, and you might think, well, it's easy money. <laughs> now, think of it. You are going to try to stay here for a long time, five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years in our business as a marketer. It's a long time, but... If you kill your opportunities now, just for a quick time, you will be soon gone. And with the changing environment, ESG-compliant activities will eventually flow into your business. And why? Yeah, because of course, credit rating agencies and so on, notice how you are actually doing your business. They see, based on a variety of data analytics, data from banks and so on, Where the money is coming from? They notice you're doing business with companies who have absolutely no sustainable products and services. They are polluting the environment. So they say, okay, you are as well ESG non-compliant. And that's why if you need money, you need a new car. You need a leasing contract. You need maybe, um, maybe a credit to go and buy some special equipment. You want to grow your business your interest rate is going to skyrocket because your way of doing business is slightly unethical, if I shall say this way. So think of it. You don't really want to market fake products and fake sustainable products because the fake sustainable problem is that you or let's say your marketing narrative, is claiming that this particular product is sustainable, although it is absolutely not. Now, let's say you have been patient, you have avoided this non-sustainable business and been lucky to get some sustainable products to market. Awesome. So you can do a really good job now. You're a pro in your marketing narratives, in your online, offline marketing, and so on. So think about it. What is important to the person who wants to buy a sustainable product? Yeah, you know, marketing avatars, buyer avatars, and all these things. Why not do it? Create this imagery buyer. Try to find out why people go and spend more. Hmm, you'd think... Interesting. You can go in a shop and leave the shop with $20 less in your pocket and maybe two, three sustainable products in hand. And you might think, hmm, this is crazy. I go to some low cost shop, low cost, low quality ESG non compliant shop and buy some products. Oh, I can get a huge. Box a suitcase full of non-sustainable products. Wow, huge deal for a lot of for just a little bit of money. Well, just think of it. Maybe that product is doing something bad to your body. Later on, you'll have to pay the price. You get all of illnesses and that kind of stuff. Mm, That's so a super. I'd rather buy the right stuff and ensure that one has at least in in later times a better health because it's going to be more expensive to keep and maintain a decent health so you can enjoy your retirement now you understand people have a different value different mindset that are buying sustainable products and the thing is the generations the the generations after the millennials, they are much more ESG aware. They don't know what ESG actually means, but their mindset is already, let's say, on the right frequency. It's just that politics, scientists, and so on and so on, they haven't quite found the right words to actually explain it to them in simple terms. But the key thing is really very basic and simple. Be, invent- be environmentally friendly and have your situational awareness fixed in the right way that you do not cause pain to society, wherever the society may be. Now, okay, so these generations are more open to that. They are willing as well to spend even more money on these products, although their income at this moment might not be as high. The thing is, we are building now for revenue that'll be in 10, 20, 30 years. Don't be short focused on a short time of now, I need to make money now. Of course I want to make money now, but how much do I really need? The thing is, make a sacrifice now for long-term benefits. And these long-term benefits means you're going to get a huge chunk of buyers who do not want fake products. They don't want fake sustainable products. Products that pollute the environment. Products that are made with oil and other kind of stuff, which in the end, swim in our lakes and seas and pollute or become weapons of mass destruction. This kind of stuff we don't want. And that's the thing. These people... Want to buy products, and now it is the right moment to start marketing to that audience. You're building your narrative, you're generating awareness and visibility, and you will be able, in long term, to have a positive, powerful brand. Yeah, and what do you want more? Because everybody will say, "Hey, this blah 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 company is ESG compliant." But in reality, their mind doesn't say ESG compliant. Their mind says they're environmentally friendly and they're socially responsible. They're treating our environment, our globe, our natural resources in a responsible manner. They're not hurting our society. They're not creating a sickness, illness, pain and other kind of things. And that's why they're willing to then be more brand insistent. And that's what we want. We want eventually to have people that are so fixed on our brand that they will say, I do not want any other kind of product, any other kind of product. And that what really gets us to go and see how we can go and, let's say, build it in a sustainable way. Have the opportunity to have this product that is much better. And so, building that brand insistence is quite an advantage for us, whether we are internal marketing, when consulting, or whether we are a marketing agency, marketing advisor, doesn't matter. Sustainable business strategies are something that are going to push all around the world in all different kind of industries whether it's banking, automotive, insurance, trading, venture capital it doesn't matter it goes to the entire surface and it of course goes from the top to the bottom down at the moment it's hitting the big organizations but it's going to trickle down and especially due to banking it's going to hit your SME because they say I don't want to have any kind of ESG risks because I am lending some money to some company who is polluting, like a crazy bunch of nerds, my environment. No, because that's going to cost me money. That's the thing. Humans often only change the objective or their behavior if it costs them money. It is strange, but often one notice it is the key thing that actually drives people to change. Through pain, it doesn't work but it works through money. And that is the strange thing about the human nature. And now think of it. We want to really have sustainable products. And you want to have as well sustainable business. Now think of it. Sustainable revenue. Isn't that something that you would like? Maybe you already have it, but think of it. If all your clients change their mindset and the way of doing business, and you do not adapt, your revenue will not be sustainable anymore at the level that you are used to it. And even if you're growing 15%, 5% per year, it doesn't matter. If you don't adapt, you will be changing minus 15%, minus 50%. Eventually you hit rock bottom. And that's the thing. Yes, there'll always be a group of clients who simply don't care. They will not change. They'll keep with you and do the same old things. That's fine. If it's what they want, yeah, you won't be able to change the mindset. But the thing is, you have opportunities out there. By being more socially adept, environmentally friendly, your situational awareness should go on. Look out to see where you have opportunities to generate more cash flow and more revenue. Because it's not through promoting products using fake stories, fake environment-friendly claims and all that stuff. People Mm. notice when you're trying to pull people's legs, when you're trying to tell fake stories. It is visible. You realize it. And the thing is, how about putting the energy into more positive things of generating revenue, generating new, let's say, leads, opportunities, increasing the positive impact of your business. Eventually, you will notice as well the positivity coming back to you in more orders, more revenue, and higher profit margin. Exactly, because you don't just want to work like crazy. You want to have something out of this. You want to have a benefit for yourself as well. And that's, of course, through income, health, safety, sustainability of your business. So in the next episode, we will be talking about other aspects of marketing in combination with sustainability. See you soon. I hope you enjoyed today's edition of the Growth Zone show with Christian Barch. Thank you for listening. Please leave a review or rating here on iTunes or on podchaser.com. If you found the content helpful, then share it on social media, please. I would like to invite you to follow our show so that you don't miss the upcoming interviews with leaders in the market. Simply visit the website meetchrisbarch.com. I will be adding the link into the description of this episode so that you just need to click on that link. On my website, you will also find the links to free templates. If you're looking for the books I have published on marketing, innovative technology, and sustainable business strategies just simply click on publication to find my book list the world is constantly changing in response to trends and events as a business leader you need to bypass the sandbanks that can hurt your performance for those of you who are signing up to follow the show i have reserved a few copies of my ultimate guide on content marketing and an ESG compliant cheat sheet. This is the strategy that got me top corporate clients like McDonald's, Linde, Judith Packer, Deutsche Bank, Volvo, and many others. That strategy has been working for over 10 years and also got me contacts with police, transport authorities, military, and several universities and even leading research institutes. For sure, it also worked wonders as it got me many small, medium-sized enterprises and international clients around the world. The link to sign up to our free broadcasting service and the guide is at meetchrisbarge.com. That will give you access to the most recent versions of my ultimate guide on content marketing. You can follow me on Twitter by using the Twitter handle CAPBARCH. It's spelled C A P B A R T S C H. Yes, that is C A P BARCH or spelled Charlie.